Hey chums, welcome back to a game with chums podcast. I'm joined once again by the ever um glamorous Frankie. How you doing, Frankie? Thank you. Good, good. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, well, there was no one else, you know, so uh, you're like a good backup. Like I asked everyone else and everyone else just either ignored me or said they're busy. So, yeah, you're the you're the pretty much like the unofficial co-host now. So, um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, yeah. How you been? You, you good? Yeah, good. Just been busy. Went to Scotland. So, yeah, good. Yeah, very uh, very remote of the part you went to, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, it was actually the west of Scotland, southwest in Ayrshire. It's a very. Um, I haven't been there before. It's not. It's not typically touristy around there, so it was nice. Yeah, okay, a bit different. Cool. Nice. I've never been to the west of Scotland either. Normally, when when you were children, when you used to go either through the middle or on the east eastern part so you yeah. would go straight up like bypass the lake district and all that like sort of like right through the middle of the pennines straight into scotland and go sort of like in between edinburgh and glasgow and then go yeah. straight into the highlands but yeah okay yeah. cool all right nice speaking of like the highlands and medieval and isolation let's talk about um today's subject which we're, we're gonna we, which we hit we, we 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 spoke briefly on the last podcast um yeah. rpgs because i think I, I i'm gonna say rpgs is your favorite um genre in video games and i would say it's probably mine as well so uh, yeah, we're going to talk about what we would like or what we think should be in the key ingredients for to make a good RPG. In in our opinion, I mean, yeah. like we 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 were raised on Bioware games and lesser degree like um, Square Enix like RPGs, more specifically like the Final Fantasy series. So ours is kind of varies, but there's been other RPGs that. Um, from other developers that we've we've played but I, I, I would say like those two are our main sort of um rpgs that um developers that we play the games that I, they I would, produce i would agree i think um to a lesser to a lesser extent um probably um like um not speedian um you know a kind of um Skyrim and and that kind of game as well. Or Beth, or Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah, Morrowind and, and that. Um Jesus. Kind of... You just peaked there. Like you weren't really close to your mic and you just the audio peaked in my headset. Mm. Uh yeah. Oh, sorry, um, I, I, I I never really played Morrowind. Um I I think I own it, but I never played it on the Xbox or PC. Mm. Uh, obviously everyone played Skyrim. Um yeah. I played a bit of uh, Oblivion um that game uh that that elder scrolls game and i played fallout and fallout 3 specifically and um yeah. on the 360 and fallout 4 on the xbox one but i, I didn't yeah. really like fallout uh for that much to be honest with you um but like i always play yeah. a bioware game like uh, before they started going a bit shitty but um, in the, the the peak sort of Bioware era, I I thought was from Knights of the Old Republic all the way to the Dragon like Mass Effect Dragon Age series. So played all of them up to that point. I didn't play Anthem, 
because that's not an RPG. Um, so and that was like derailed because it wasn't very good and it's sort of going like I think like EA wanted Bioware to make a, a life service game and so that's what they did something like that can rival like Destiny or something like that but um, yeah I, I didn't think play that, it so I have no. I, it's, it's, I think I started to become very picky with Bioware games that I was buying um mm. since i played um andromeda so yeah since andromeda i haven't really like before i think you and i would always just buy anything that bioware would produce we just like you know be like yep <laughs> bioware in the you know in the basket in the cart or whatever but i don't think we well to a less extent I, you yourself but um i i haven't bought anything mm. really yeah. bioware Mm. I mean, I you played Inqu- you, you you played Inquisition. Yeah, that. I mean, probably probably from twenty four. I think the last Bioware product I bought um, was Inquisition, um, and I don't, I didn't buy Andromeda, and I didn't buy the Mass Effect trilogy remastered trilogy. I just played your one. Um, mm. um, so yeah, it's, I've been a bit more picky with Bioware recently because I just don't think. Uh, you know, I think the last couple of games were pretty shocking. Um, so yeah, I haven't really. I think since um, Mass Effect Three, I I liked part of that game, and the the lesser half, I guess, the the bit near the end wasn't to my liking, and I haven't really got over that <laughs> to to yeah. an extent. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would definitely Fair say up. peak Bioware for me um was probably dragon age origins like um so you had mass effect one come out and then you had dragon age origins and then after that as much as i, re- I think mass effect 2 is probably my favorite mass effect um it's it wasn't it became started to become less of an rpg and i could see why the, there were criticisms towards that game um but i i think peak bioware where it's just perfect was yeah. dragon age like it was like you know and then it yeah okay so uh, we obviously um you played fun fantasy like all the big hitters like from seven to 12 i don't think you played you you didn't play you played a bit of 13 i played a bit of 13 i hated 13 i couldn't get into 13 um and that's when i stopped playing final fantasy was after 13 i didn't i just stopped buying their their um their games even ones that were related to final fantasy 7 i stopped like after crisis core a complete crisis core and then after anything after the kind of price score i wasn't interested in um but i played six i played three on my mobile phone um and i played seven eight nine ten uh, I didn't play the online game, and then I played twelve, and then I played. Yeah, not, ma- not many people played the online game in that game. I mean, I, I, I played the remake seven remake. You watch and you watch me play that. Yeah, I um, you. yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it looked great. It played well, uh, but it was very. Uh, what's the word? I'm looking for not rpg ish it was more like your handheld very 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 linear and of course they've split it into three parts so it was you just stuck in midgar 
and they changed some of it, the story, but we won't really go into that. But anyway, like, let, let's talk about like, if you, if you, what, what, if you were to like take some ingredients, yeah, put it in a pot, stir it around and come up with an RPG, what, what would the ingredients be? What in your opinion will make like, let, let, let's just start with like the base ingredients, like yeah. what the setting, like what, what world would you like it? Would you prefer sci-fi cyberpunk? Do you prefer, do you prefer fantasy or sci-fi fantasy? I mean, I really, really like, um, I think because my favorite game of all time is probably Final Fantasy VII. I would say Cyberpunk is pretty up there, but um, it's it's only kind of like I played Cyberpunk '77. And I I wasn't really that invested, <laughs> um, to say the least. Um, but I would probably say medieval, like not medieval, but medieval fantasy um, is always like you can't really mess that so, up. That so sword, sword, swords and shields and dragons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I, I swords and shields, dragons, you know, um, you know, trolls, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. We we get it. Like so that that's yeah. we, we, you just want that you want the fantasy medieval sort of talking sort of thing, like sort of like Dragon Age. Then you're right. You want you would like that as your base sort of. Yeah, I, I think that, that would then, be like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what like what what interests you in like do you do you prefer silent protagonist? Do you prefer a voice protagonist or do you prefer a preset protagonist a, a la like uh, hold up like the witcher or do you like to customize your characters like say like in um like dragon age or or, or fallout or, or i would your... say custom, definitely customize not silent protagonist because i, I can't stand silent protagonist i can't, I can't stand silent because you, mm. you play like i played um i played star wars knights of the royal public again because it was such a like great game and your character just looks stoned half the time like when they're silent it's just kind of like because it focuses on the character it looks really um weird and i uh, like dragon age origins did it okay but there were some really funny one-liners in, in dragon age origins which i wish i could hear like <laughs> do you know what i mean um but i would definitely say a voiced protagonist who's customizable so not i don't want i don't want to play i i do like playing i shouldn't say that but like ideally i wouldn't play like a, a um a Geralt or um or, or a cloud. cloud yeah i would play yeah. i would like <laughs> jesus your audio man she came through and it peaked again um yeah, I, I don't know, know like yeah like, yeah I don't, your mic's quite sensitive um yeah i agree um i i prefer i prefer voiced 100 percent, and i i like um i mean i'm not too bothered about the customization like to have the character look like me or anything like that i'm not really bothered if if that's an option i'll, I'll do it like in bioware games that's always an option but with um yeah. if it's a preset it's like commander shepherd i never alter the male face of commander shepherd because i think it yeah. just looks great so that's yeah. just because it's modeled on oh shit it's modeled on an actual person so i think yeah. it looks great so i just leave it like that um but yeah if if if, if it's like with dragon age or uh, dragon age series i always customize the face because the presets look shit so i just mm -hmm. customize the face and make it look a bit cooler give it fun funky eyes and shit but they're voiced yeah um, as well so yeah i mean like presets like Gal or Cloud or any of the any other um 
a lot of JRPGs have have uh, uh, preset characters um, that you can't customize. So yeah, I know there's some that allow you to, but yeah. Anyway, like, but another thing, um, some RPGs they have uh, they have uh, no party members, um, or they have party members. But they don't appear with you when you're traversing the world. Like I'm playing Tales of Arise at the moment. You have party members, yeah. but when you when you travel, they sort of disappear, and they only appear when you're when you're in combat, um, or there's a cutscene or dialogue. They sort of just appear. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a lone character, or do you prefer um, a party or parties that just uh, that disappear? What what's yours? Definitely parties, um, and I'm I'm not gonna try. I just I don't want to just say Dragon Age Origins is like the perfect ideal RPG, but like I was uh, playing Creed Four, and they have a party system because they, um, Spider, I think this is called Spiders, um, kind of replicated drag. They wanted to replicate Dragon Age or Bioware type games, but they also have like um really good party banter um when they're talking amongst each other when you're traversing the landscape. And to me, like when you're playing Skyrim, it can be really boring just traveling on your own. And what I love about um, Creed 4 and to a certain extent, even uh, games like Fable, where you do sometimes have um, mm. a, a little party. Um, Fable 3 is the one, and Fable 2 and 3 are the ones that come to the top of my head, apart from Dragon Age, is that there's some great banter between the party members and that just makes the kind of story or world become more real um and that's that's fun because otherwise you're just running around randomly killing things um and i used to play world of warcraft um and i'd always get a party i'd always you know go on adventures with a group of us as opposed to just like alone playing and leveling up that way i'd go and do a dungeon with somebody or something like that because that was that's fun that's fun to me yeah yeah i i I think yeah i I agree um i uh, i've always preferred having party party members with you um final fantasy no does final fantasy no they disappeared didn't they they disappeared fighting final fantasy games they they weren't with they they weren't walking with you they yeah, weren't. they were. I, I, I swear, I swear, uh, in in ten, when you were walking the world, t- t- um, it was just Titus on his own, Titus, running around on his own, and then the party would just appear when you were in combat. Maybe I'm thinking it because uh, I, I remember yeah, playing it. Some, some parts, like when you're some, doing the world traversing, like when you're traversing, like when you're in a dungeon, yeah, I think some... they appear, but. Yeah, um, number eight, you definitely have the party members because I remember they they would always form a perfect line when you're running (laughs) Um, and they would run after you. And I think it was the first one to do that. Um, Final Fantasy IX, you have the party with you as well. Number seven, you do have them with you, but not when you're traversing the big world, but when you're in Mm. little levels, they're with you. but yeah i i yeah i prefer yeah. eight wasn't my favorite to be fair but i did like the fact that you didn't yeah. feel like you're <laughs> i mean like in like you say in fable 
you, there's not a party, but you would have people follow you for certain quests, yeah. like one off and stuff. And the Witcher, that would be the same. He's norm normally Geralt on his own, but sometimes he would have someone else come with him for that for that particular quest line. Um, but yeah, I, I always, I always preferred the party system. You know, I've always preferred that having them around you. Yeah, you know, like you say, the banter, and it makes combat fun, and it's just nice to have them with you instead of just mm -hmm. appearing out of thin air. Yeah, I, I agree with, with you there. This is pro this really this 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 podcast is probably just like what makes the perfect Bioware game because I think they've perfected the 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 genre. But yeah, like uh, yeah, I I agree with that. But another aspect, this became a popular thing, particularly after Skyrim. Do you prefer mm -hmm. open world or do you prefer big zones? I don't prefer. Or do either. you prefer do you prefer linear sort of storytelling? I don't like linear. That's like when I was playing Final Fantasy thirteen, that was too linear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I, was I think that was corridor yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like that um that kind of linear. I don't like massive open worlds. I don't like games like Fallout 4, um, where I just feel like I'm 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 a bit too um I think it's a bit overwhelming to have a a, a world that that big and sometimes I really like to feel like I'm cheap and you know progressing through the storyline and so with Fallout 4 and Skyrim you can be doing hundreds of hours of meaningless I guess mm. I would say because I'm not really into like loads and loads of side quests unless they're a lot of fun like I thought Oblivion had better side quests than Skyrim but um you know it just feels a bit overwhelming to me um but I don't also like Dragon Age Inquisition where you had, it wasn't open world, but you had zones of just massive like maps where you just were just running through the landscape and just killing things to level up or picking things up. I don't like meaningless tasks within a massive open world. Dragon Age Origin, a Dragon Age um, 2, sorry, um, had a it wasn't linear it was kind of sort of like you could explore wherever you want but the, the world was too small um and dragon age one i found some of the and this is what annoys me about dragon age one once i've replayed it again there's no differentiation like there's there's no it's very like uh, homogenous some of the, the the worlds i found that I mean, you're mostly in Thedas, um, sorry, not, you're mostly in Ferelden. And so things should kind of end up looking the same over and over. Um, and I found it quite tedious sometimes because it was just, there's no variation. Um, and, uh, actually, I think Mass Effect did it pretty pretty well out of all, um, not, I know it's not a medieval fantasy, but um, Dragon Age 1, and Dragon Age, um, Mass Effect 1, sorry, and Mass Effect 2 did it pretty well. Uh, I found mm. Mass Effect very linear, and very like shooter mm. galleries. Um, so, but yeah, kind of like a nice mid midpoint. But I feel like every every map or every zone you come in, you have to make it meaningful. For me, personally, this is not... Some people love Skyrim mm. and love doing... I mean, I I I agree. I like Skyrim. I, I I like Skyrim, but that, it works for that works for Skyrim. That's what it's built mm -hmm. for. Like yeah. Oblivion and Morrowind, they're all built like that similar way. Um, but I I prefer 
a little mix of the two. I mean, I'm I'm currently playing through Inquisition on on my Twitch on the Twitch channel, and oh god, there's just some parts I'm just like, oh god, can we just get to the story? Why do I have to like gain certain amount of power to unlock story content? I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's such a drag, and I'm just like, man, how did I get through this? Like when I've completed it, but um, yeah, like I I I think dra- um not Dragon Age, I think um The Witcher Three is very, I mean, that's pretty much like a near perfect rpg game uh, rpg because all the story content seems really full out there's nothing there's nothing like very similar like fetch quest or get me a 10 100 10 pelts something like that you know what i mean it just felt ever there was like a story everything was very well uh, structured lots of dialogue lots of cutscenes, lots of unique stories i thought that did it pretty well uh but again yeah yeah so but yeah, like something in between. Maybe that's what they're going to concentrate on um, Dragon Age 4, Dreadwolf. Yeah, just... That's been set in Tevinter, so probably that'll be like you go to Tevinter and then you, you're probably obviously going to fight the Canari, so you're going to go over to Mompot. I can't remember the name of the island that they, they occupy, but yeah, maybe I, it'll be... To be honest, I, I'm a... a, a... I don't really like the Kalari. I find them pretty boring, but um, yeah. I just don't want, yeah, like filler. It, I felt like Dragon Age Inquisition was a lot of filler. And like, if you actually played the storyline, it was like mm. 10 hours. But, <laughs> but then, then then you could have like games like uh, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, where that was fucking linear as hell, man. That yeah. just held your hound and just guided you through the story there's no diff no variation in the story or anything it just said no this is how it's going to go and this, this leads me on to another point do you like one ending a set ending or do you like would you like multiple endings or would you just like or, or would or would you just like a slight change in ending because i think nearly every rpg has a different ending I know there's a few which has like one singular ending. Obviously, yeah. with JRPGs, they have multiple endings. But with Final Fantasy Remake, that was just one ending. There's no other ending. That was just it. You just railroaded into that. But as you know, like Western RPGs have multiple endings or slightly various varied endings. Yeah. What would you? What do you prefer? Like, what would you put in your pot? I I think like because when you play. Um... I like an uh, to be honest with you I like multiple endings but I know that's mm. very hard to do because now if you do multiple endings you kind of shoot yourself in the foot now because especially if it becomes popular and I think that's what's happened with Mass Effect 3 is like they were like if, okay <laughs> it's, spoiler yeah. we're gonna kill Commander Shepard yeah, but um, yeah. and they're like they, oh shit. <laughs> they, they, they um, drag, Dragon Age definitely did that as well because they had to yeah, wreck on so, a lot of stuff yeah so that, you know, I although I like if they're going to make one standalone game, then I like multiple endings, and that's kind of why, to a lesser extent, um, Knights of Republic minus Knights of Republic 2, which doesn't really continue um, Revan's story, but Dragon Age, um, Dragon Age, sorry, uh, Knights of Republic was great in that respect, but also yeah. I, to, I be, to of... be fair, to be fair, sorry to cut you off there, that, that only had two endings. It was really yeah. the light side and the and the dark side, which was perfect for Star Wars uh, because yeah, it's quite yeah, dark. It's very like dichotomous. Um, uh, that's true. It's very duality. You know, it's like bad and good. Mm. Um, so that mm. worked. Um, but in terms of 
what I was going to say, it was that like with Dragon Age, in, um, Dragon Age Inquisition, it was like, it doesn't matter what you do in the whole game. Like, okay, your love interest might change, but I'm talking about the main storyline. Um, it doesn't really matter what you mm-hmm. do because it always ends the same. And it always ends the same because you always have to end up killing um, Corinthius. So it's kind of, I felt like a lot of the decisions yeah. I was making throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really any point yeah. to it. Yeah, Inquisition didn't have any variation in ending. To the, I don't think. To the ending, but you make. No. But the issue is, it was like a kind of um, force. Like there was like a lot of decisions in the game, and they're like, "Oh, are you going to choose the mages, or are you going to choose, you know, the Templars?" But actually, none of that. I feel like it should have made a difference to how the game ended, and even if it meant some people dying, like in Mass Effect mm. Two because you were doing all these things to fight Corinthius, yeah. but it didn't really matter. Yeah, it's like that in, in, in Dragon Age 2. It's um, no matter who you choose, if you chose the Templars or the Mages, you still have to end up fighting them in the end anyway, so it, yeah. it didn't matter. It really didn't. Yeah. That didn't matter. That was one like negative I have on that game. I quite like the game. I think it's better than Inquisition, but that's a massive negative that's on, um, on, on the... Um, but you know, like with JRPGs, uh, excluding Final Fantasy, where it all seems to have one end, like one set ending. Um, maybe the earlier ones had multiple endings, but a lot of like JRPGs have multiple endings. But normally, like you said, they're like one-off um, stories. Like Chrono Trigger had mul- multiple endings, um, but that was like more of a just a self-contained story. Yeah. But when you want to start a franchise. Um, I get like Final Fantasy has one ending because it's all once it's all self-contained, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I prefer I prefer like not too many endings, maybe like two three, you know, mm. the good, bad, and neutral ending. That's probably the, the best ways. And obviously, like the world state you leave it, it should affect it. But yeah, I, I agree with that. But um yeah, that's, that's good. We got we got a good we got a good uh stew going here, man. Like, I can see like, what what would you what sort of style do you prefer? Like, like uh, do you prefer like the the stylized sort of JRPG approach, a la like I don't know. You don't play Persona, but I I pl- I'm play- I got Persona Five yeah. here, and that's very stylized. Um, it's an Atlas game, and. Uh, or do you prefer the sort of more muted sort of Western sort of approach? Wh- which ones do you prefer? Like the sexy sort of anime sort of stylish Japanese sort of way or the sort of more grounded sort of not say boring, but more like sort of. I, I think it depends on the game, really. Um, and I think like for your game, well, this is your game. We're making um, like, what do you okay. prefer? This is the for uh, your game. Remember, I, I, I think I like a mixture of, of of both because I like, and I know that's a very like. You want things to be a bit more sexier then. No, I don't. No, that's not. That wasn't the question. The question was stylized. So, like, it I could think be sexy are, as well. Um, I'm not really bothered about things looking sexy. I mean, I don't. I actually find a lot of the Western RPGs characters to be quite unattractive, and it wasn't until they started making them look more like. 
you know, Fenris has a very J JRPG look to him, I think. And I find him quite attractive, you know, if I was into elves. But, um, mm. like, I think I, I like to have characters. The problem with some Western RPGs, um, and I'm I'm talking about Creed Four. Bless it, it's um it's an independent uh, developer, but all the characters, your and I'm talking about your party members, kind of look exactly the same. There's no like, like there's no personality in any of those uh, character designs, um, and then you have. So do you, do you do you do I'm sorry, like to cut, I like, keep cutting you off. Just I'm just wanna um like interject so do you do you think the the jrpgs like the character designs are better because i personally think they're better i do i would um let uh let me think about that because i think there are some character designs like i love all of mass effects character designs um honestly um and i like um, some uh, I, I like um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is an RPG. I like all their character designs really quite a fair bit. Um, but in general, I would say I don't like the over stylized Japanese like characters like Final Fantasy XV offers. Um, but I but I do appreciate like um, Final Fantasy VI which you could argue is a more western looking game uh, or a more western character design looking game but I really love um, yeah well, I mean character designs I mean, more than I mean, they they were like, they were they were influenced by Dungeons and Dragons so it kind of makes yeah. sense but I find like uh, like if you look at Final Fantasy Fantasy C, like for example Final Fantasy 7 or 8 the character designs aren't that interesting <laughs> so um i would say that um i prefer i probably do like stylized but not to the fact that they don't have like i i want to see characters <laughs> so yeah um, so you want to you want to so this is becoming a bit like of a compromise so you want a mixture of, of both yeah so you want uh, style but you don't want it over over elaborate so you like the 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 the, the sort of more sort of uh, grounded proportions and looks but you like you want a bit bit of style bit of like like something that makes it stand out a bit okay yeah. Out, so exactly. we'll, we'll, yeah okay okay we'll, we'll put that into the to the mix and um another thing is because i know you you're you're pressed for time yeah no one needs to know what, like why you're pressed for time <laughs> um like um what about pie like Talking about like party members, like what, what's your idea of a good balance of a party? Like, so let, let's let's look at your 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 um your your preferred John your preferred base was was a fantasy medieval, right? So yeah. swords and shields. So if you could choose, like, um, I won't give you too many party members. If you could choose, like, six, and each one, what would they all bring? Like, would it be a mixture of men it would be a men men and women yeah, or like or, or elves or you know like like not human ones but like what who would you what would you like to have in your party and we'll get on to the, to the love interests after mm -hmm. this but what, what would you have like you would like a joke guy who's a joker a serious one like those sort of you need, you need templates you, you need mm -hmm. um you need a uh, kind of um comedic relief um um, so like 
I would say in terms of like fighter styles, I want a broad, I want a tank, I want a rogue, I want somebody, I want long distance, I want short distance, I want, you know, mm -hmm. I want all of it. <laughs> I want a mage. Um, I normally play mage uh, when I play RPGs. I find them the most fun. Um, but in terms of like character, like personalities, um, I would say you need a funny person um, and you need, you know, you need a good balance of men and female. Uh, I know Final, Final Fantasy, I think it was 15, that all had like a little guys. I was guys, just like, yeah. that doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. It doesn't matter how pretty they are. I just don't want to play a game for men. Um, and like, I want difference of background. So I want, um, diff I don't want just humans. I want aliens. Um, but you, you can't have you can't have aliens in your one, or maybe yeah, you could, no. but you can't in your. This is your pot, like we're not. We're trying to be a bit more focused on your pot. Okay, so I want you know I, elves. I want elves. I want um, dwarves. I want wolves. I want I want everything. Dwarves, I don't want... dwarves, dwarves. I said dwarves. Did, you said yeah, huh. yeah, dwarves. Uh, you know, because I I don't know what kind of creatures would be in this medieval fantasy, but let's just go with like the typical ones. So typical one, ones. Yeah, dwarf, elf, um, any different kind of classes. Yeah, so, I, I, diversity. Diversity. Yeah, like um, like you're that. Like, there's always got to be the the serious one, the the jokey one, the mysterious one, and the one who might betray you. Like, because in in yeah, like there there was that in um, especially in Origins, the mysterious one was was Morrigan, and the one who might betray you was Zafrin, the assassin. Yeah. So, um, because like I could go into final uh, to Mass Effect, but this is your what well, we're focusing on your pot that you're st stirring, stirring, and making yeah. the, the 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 juices. <laughs> so like, so you you would have like characters of six, and you have those archetypes. You know, you got the dwarf, you got the elf, and maybe like another race that we don't know of. But then you'll have like this: the the their personalities will be like you got the serious one, you got the stoic one, the serious and stoic are the same thing. You got the mysterious one, you got the yeah. the the one who might betray you. You got the yeah. funny one. You got your best friend. Yeah. So like, that's a, that's a yeah. I, I want a grandmother. I want to win. You know, from Dragon Age Origins or an older man. Yeah like your grandmother or grandfather telling you off all the time i kind of um yeah. I, I want so basically want, you, you want you want dragon age origins but uh, I, a stylized sounds, version <laughs> let's remake it then let's remake dragon age origins yeah i think uh, um but also I, i'll tell you something i don't don't particularly want um hmm. is i don't want um i don't want people that worship my character do you know because uh dragon age and mass effect to a certain extent but less medieval fantasy i don't want to be like worshipped you know <laughs> like you get that in origins and inquisition as well like oh you're so yeah, amazing you get, you, i don't want to be you get, you get that in um skyrim because you're the dragonborn yeah and everyone's like oh wow you're dragonborn and everyone's like yeah. wow you're you're great even though your character doesn't talk or really do much and doesn't have much personality. And then there's another thing. This is a side little thing. Do you prefer first person perspective or third person, or would you like to have an option of both or switching between? 
third person. I don't I don't care for first person. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where I'm looking half the time. I need to yeah. I need balance. Yeah. I, and what's the point of like oh, customizing your character if you can't fucking see Not the see them, character yeah. half the time? <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, That's like give me Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I mean Skyrim, you can choose between both. You can yeah. flick like between third and third. In Cyberpunk, it's all first person, and you get to see your character in cutscenes, but very rarely. And I, I always preferred over the shoulder third person yeah, perspective. So we'll, we'll, we'll chuck that in. Sprinkle some 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 um some paprika in there. It's going to taste nice. It's going to come out. Um, but let, let's talk about like let's stay on that subject of like um, companions. Like, do you prefer a fixed love interest? Do you prefer a love interest? Do you prefer one in to be in the game or, or not? Like let's just uh, yes or no. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's in there, right? Do you prefer? Like some games where you have multiple, you have the option of multiple, or do you prefer a, like I was saying, um, so you prefer a love interest, or do you prefer yep. having the option of multiple to, to choose from, or would you prefer a fixed love interest? Like the story has to have that love interest. Like you know, there's no, going around it this that's kind of like part of the story where it's in the um uh, uh, personally okay just just a sec um personally i would say i don't want a fixed love interest and i don't want it to be a necessary like a necessity for the plots um so i'd like to choice because sometimes the the actual fixed love interest um is not great <laughs> it's, not, it's not somebody i would i want to romance or particularly mm. maybe interact with to an extent so um i like that the option of having multiple and i would like the option of not having to romance them as well so i don't want them fixed into the storyline um mm. yeah so that's that would be my ideal do, do you say like okay there's you have the option um, do you, would you prefer like quests that involve your love interest? Would you like more interaction with with them? Um, not obviously, it's not necessarily part of the story. But if you are in a romance, um, like because with Persona Five, if you can multi, you can romance multiple, but you have to you can you can sort of choose to focus on one. And there's actual scenes and mission, not missions, but events with your love interest like you go yeah. on dates with them and you you interact with them uh which i've quite like um but I, I i i some some of it could be like stories could be a bit infuriating when there's you have a love interest but the 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 the, the whole interactions probably will accumulate to like 40 minutes of game of time in a say a 40 hour game they're kind of like i'm like mm, if we're gonna have it we have like a few a bit of scenes of some missions together so i know in the witcher it, that does that, that in witcher 3 um it that it does oh. it because you obviously you have uh options of uh tris or uh or what's the uh, what's the Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. yeah so you, you have those interactions and those things like especially if you're in a romance with one of them uh, yeah. i think in, in witcher 3 it's, they push in more yennefer but um there's more scenes with her because she's part of the story but yeah like if you were to put that in there, would you like more 
sort of scenes and like specific like quests involving that's involving your uh, your potential love interest or your love interest. I would like um, I would like actual um, missions together or missions to do with the love interest that it has something to do with them being your love interest if that makes sense. So like, um, and I like and I also like the option of um, not maybe flirting with multiple people and not and not actually knowing who your love interest is. It's like in Final Fantasy VII where you can flirt with. Tifa or Aeris and you don't know which one's going to knock on your door um yeah. so I kind of I like the idea of um having missions together that revolve around the whole point that they're your love interest they don't mm -hmm. do that in Dragon Age that much or um yeah or and Bioware um don't have like they have missions you'll go like for that character but it doesn't it it's not necessarily mean they, they're your love interest it can be just like something involved in their backstory so yeah um mm. i haven't played persona but it does sound like a game i'd be interested in um uh, in that. yeah i mean like it, it's good that it has like in the persona series there is like always once you sort of pursue a love interest and you become an item there are stuff you, you can do with with them that relates to you two being together so mm. that's, that's 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 cool i, I like that um, but yeah, I'm always sort of like taken out of a game when there's no love interest. I'm like, oh, there's not one. Uh, come on, man, this is an RPG. Let's romance something. Like, come oh, on. Yeah. I know um, Obsidian's game, The Outer Worlds. They didn't yeah. have any love interest in there. Um, even their Knights of the Republic two, very vague. Who yeah. there was like no in Knights of the Republic one, it was either Calf or Bastila, and they were very yeah. clear about that um in Dance World Pub 2 it's very I don't even think there is like a moments there's there's tension between yeah. certain characters but there's not actually any of that so that was kind of when that happens I'm like uh yeah, that's, that's why that's why I was really into uh yeah that's why I was like I was like oh Creedfall man that sounds like something up right up my street with love interests you know party members and but um I think that's Creedful. that Creedful, Pretty poor. Yeah, pretty I, poor. I, 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 yeah, I I I realize, but yeah, I, like, I, I have yeah. just to talk about creed, like just like to go on that the love interest aspect, and I think it needs to be very clear that you're romancing that person as well, because the problem, the issue with Creed Four is that it doesn't have any the lines don't make it don't uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you're romancing them, but if you don't say the right line even if and it has nothing to do with flirtation it's like you need to so they agree with you it will stop the mm. romance so you know like in bioware you'll you could say to like i mean alistair's very easy or morrigan but you just basically go oh you know you're mm. you know you're handsome or you're so beautiful and that kind of like triggers the romance and i think mm. it needs to be very clear because i completed creed four and i didn't romance anybody because well. i didn't trigger the right line and there's only there's only like one way you can there's only um a specific line that will trigger them to be your romance and it just was like a bit disappointing that you mm. I was like when is the romance going to happen <laughs> it just never did yeah. it oh, trigger that line oh that must must have been pretty pretty disappointing man uh okay yeah. cool yeah. so we got that in there you want you like a multiple choice romance but you like some story specific missions 
involving your romantic partner. I mean, like one thing before we move on in Dragon Age Two, if you romance the uh, character, you get you can ask them to come live with you in your mansion. So that was pretty cool. There was moments like that, and they were the character because I am romance Meryl, and she would actually call you in Elvish your love and stuff like that when, like in off dialogue and and stuff in cutscenes and and shit. Like I remember when like your mum got killed. And then she'll come towards you in your bedroom and like you, you as your love interest and starts and comfort you. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, yeah this is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I quite like it over uh, Inquisition because obviously Inquisition to get romance, your love interest is just takes so I, I'm like 40 hours in, I'm still nowhere near like romancing any. Well, I yeah, flirted, but, but it's still like a long way off. But yeah, I like that, man. I like to, them to acknowledge you in dialogue that they're, you're together and it yeah. kind of makes you feel like oh that's nice I'm, I'm i'm wanted and i know they do that in um in in, in the witcher 3 so that, that, that that's that's great even though like a Geralt's a very randy randy person so uh anyway yeah, like exactly. like okay we've established all this we've put this in your pot but what 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 every rpg needs is a good an antagonist to your protagonist a good yeah. like joker to, to your batman do you know, yeah. like Alex, Alex, what's his surname to the Superman? Lex, it's not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah, to your Superman. You want Ying to your Yang. You want someone yeah. to oppose you. Do you think that you want a one sort of fixed antagonist or do you like an omnipresent sort of antagonist? Like, uh, you, you do you want to face to that sort of, to, to the yeah. villainy or would you like it to be like not so there's not like a particular villain but there's an overarching sort of antagonist a la, like in fable three there's not actually well your brother is but there's an overarching the darkness it's called and it's sort yeah. of like a dark an entity would you prefer like the fixed sort of like antagonist like your Sephiroth your sort of uh, your Saren yeah. Because yeah, in, because yeah, in even in sorry, like in Dragon Age Origins, the primary antagonist was Logan. He didn't turn out to be. It was the Archdemon, but the Archdemon's a bit shit because it's just yeah. a, a high, uh, just like old god dragon. So yeah, I've always preferred like a focused sort of and the antithesis to to your character, something yeah. to drive toward. Yeah, I I think. Um... Unfortunately, with all the Dragon Age um, games, the thing that's let them down has been the villain in every single game. Like, um, I didn't like Meredith that much because she wasn't really a threat throughout the game. Like, I like that kind of ongoing threat from that person. Corinthius was a non-character. Like, I don't even, I don't really care much for him. I didn't feel, he was hardly in the game. So, like, do you know what I mean? The the best villain for me is that kind of Severoff and to a certain extent uh, Mass Effect 1 they did the villain really well um, who was it it was the Baron um, Baron yeah Baron. yeah he was excellent um, and just having that face and having somebody who's kind of I don't want like this oh like this amazing like like the um, like the Reapers did you not like the Reapers um, I like the Reapers because they quite the the Reapers. That's an were, overarching, yeah, but that's like yeah. an overarching sort of villain. 
yeah i like the reapers to an extent but they but the thing is they were they were like an overarching villain but each game had their own villain even if it was like the no uh, no they didn't number two didn't the collectors aren't they're 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 a collective they're not like a focused you had what was it the um harbinger wasn't barely barely no i'm not talking about the harbinger i'm talking about um uh, Charlie, not Charlie Sheen. Michael. Um, no, no. The elusive man was your was your ally in in, in two. Number two, but he was also yeah. the he was also a, he was a bad person, you know. Well, he, he some... helped you. He 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 wasn't your, he was your ally until the end. But even then, you could still we could still be friends with him at the end. So he's not really. It's the collectors, and the collectors are the are like an, an omnipresent threat. I mean, I, I worked like the with re- the Reapers. I like the Reapers, but I wouldn't say like they're like they're kind of scary. They were quite scary, but they were present. Do you know what I mean? Whereas somebody like I don't know the Archdemon wasn't present. You didn't feel the threat of, of that of the Archdemon until the very end. Like it wasn't until the very end of Dragon Age Origins where you actually and felt plus like- and plus he 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 controlled the Darkspawn, which like a a, a no a, a overarching omnipresent sort of threat with you know there was just multiple of them so but yeah i i agree i i, I prefer like a a Sebaroff sort of focus sort of villain mm. that your character sort of um can engage and yeah, yeah. even in like like final fantasy 10 there was like there was sin and that was shit mm. and then, but your main uh, your main villain was seymour the, yeah. you know, that the high priest and i thought he was a bit crap as well yeah. but um yeah, I, I prefer I don't they don't have to be necessarily evil. There's always a there's got to be a a, go, a a sort of like a bit of they've got to be a bit layered. Yeah, because you just don't want a like bad guy for for sake of being having a bad it, guy. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, I'm just evil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just he, yeah. Oh, I be I'm I'm a Vinter Mage. I'm now that, really evil. I'm gonna just like. Answer. That's why I'm kind of interested in Solus being. Um, yeah, that'd be good. I'm really. So he was a he was your party member, yeah. And, and now he's actually his goals of bringing like the old elves and the old you know way of life back is actually something that's quite empathetic. You know mm. that actually you can see it's like kind of like to a lesser extent you know like you know the Avengers where you had. Um, uh, Thanos. 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 And, yeah, like he, you know, arguably he was like even though the way he went about it but his intentions were good um so i, I kind of like that layered enemy Sephiroth is very layered um as well you know being kind of a product of you know his own creation um is he know, was he was he, he was created though wasn't he, he was created yeah exactly he's a product of his own being you know i turned evil because he found out the truth mm. and that was always a really that was like one of my favorite the best scenes in final fantasy 7 was when you're in nibelheim and Sephiroth goes crazy and starts killing everybody <laughs> was um really good um mm. so, yeah. yeah i mean like in persona there's not like a, a pacific one villain there's multiple villains but there's an overarching sort of enemy but you don't really see it until the end there's always a big reveal of who's the 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 bad guy is and i'm just like oh i've got to play I've, I've played like 70 hours and then i just discovered it's this this dude that he's always like the nice guy he turns out to yeah. be the villain 
And um, yeah, this is how it is in Persona. There's never like uh, a vi- a set villain that there. There's like places you, they are villains, but you defeat them and you move on to the next one. Yeah. And then it turns out like there's one person who's who's the mastermind behind everything. But yeah, the, I think a game and everything you need a good villain to go up against. That's yeah. what makes like certain movies stories more compelling. I mean, like. If you like Lord of the Rings, you had Sauron. He was like the overarching villain. He was just a big eye, though, wasn't he? To be honest with you, but they, he was oh. a threat. But he wasn't really like a character, though, was he? Really? He do you wasn't remember, really. Do you, do you remember when you played Jade Empire for the first time, and the villain mm. turned out to be your mentor? And I know that's mm. like kind of cliche, but when we first played that, I remember you going, like, mm. you was like, because I you played it first and you went to me. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what happens. You're going to be so surprised. And it seems mm. when you replay, you're like, this is so obvious. Yeah. But then you play it and you're like, oh my God. Like, you know, um, you, yeah, that, like, that is amazing. Yeah. Playing- well, would you, um, because we can wax lyrical about uh, Bioware, but let's, let's try and say, talk about the game, what you're, you're trying to make. Um, how would you like your villain to be? Would you like him or her or it? to be like now we focus that you want like a focused villain do you want it to be like a, a mentor do you want it to be a, a friend who turns into a, your enemy or would you like it just to be someone who just comes out of nowhere and you have to defeat it like like what kind of villain would you like this would you like to shape would you like to have like like say like you could have the cliches like oh he killed they it killed my family and I want revenge that kind of classic one or would you like it to be a bit more deeper than that? Like he was a tutor, he was a friend, turned, he, who who sort of got led astray, and then now you have to yeah. take him down. Or was there a friend that you now have to take? Like how how would you like your villain? To- I, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't like the idea that it has to be connected to the main protagonist, like like a personal backstory between the the main protagonist mm. and 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 the villain. I do want the villain to have um some sort of goal that doesn't revolve around I'm just evil and I want to destroy the world like I want a goal that I can sort of go oh maybe he's got a point or you know he's been um or she has been is a product of you know what's happened to them in the past and they're not necessarily like black and white because because arguably you could say the villain of Dragon Age 2 was um Anders in a way um and you can you know there's there's that argument and I kind of does it need to be part of my party that's never happened before in any game i've played where the villain is like a member of your party not that i can think of but not that i can think of yeah yeah and i think um that would be an interesting kind of turn um to, you know something that's i like the unexpected and i like that oh you know there's a not a big reveal but like i didn't know that was going to happen i like a twist in the story so mm. not to, you know, Sephiroth, we all kind of, when we find out that his, you know, actually the main villain of Final Fantasy VII is Genova, like, so that was a big twist. Or, you know, um, <laughs> Knights of a Republic, when you're actually the villain, <laughs> you're, saying you're, you're the villain. That was the big villain. That was you know? great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like just playing the game and going, oh my God. Like I always thought with Inquisition to a certain extent, that there was going to be this big reveal, you know, like there was going to be this, like Corinthians was going to be someone 
like meaningful but it was just an evil guy and then you have solus and then you have that bit in um the the dlc where it, that felt like it should have been the end of the game i kind of feel know, like that was meant to be like trespasser yeah yeah, trespasser. That, that, yeah that, i kind of felt like they cut that out and or do you know what i mean like i was like when i first played the, the inquisition i was like oh it's, it's over that was kind of anticlimactic. Climatic, yeah, yeah. Um, um, then it turns out like you play Trespasser, and that's it, that's the epilogue. I was like, why did they cut this out? I don't know. I think you had to pay for it as well. I was like, if yeah. I can understand if they can give it free free DLC because that completes the story. Um, but yeah, that, that's set up to be good, man. Like, um, I'm looking forward to that. But but like with your game, would it be like like so your 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 villain will be someone because I'm not too sure if you defined your villain you don't want it to be necessarily related to you you want it to have like a, a complex sort of motivations like it yeah. has to have a reason you just don't want it to be evil for the sake of being it, a villain yeah there can there can be an omnipresence as well but that's not the main villain do you know what i mean like um like in buffy with the first you know i didn't i thought that was a crap villain to be honest with you but um like i want there to be a person who is the villain and who's kind of the yin to your yang, as you were saying, and who um, there's a twist. I want there to be a twist. <laughs> I just want huh. like Twists. something. Yeah. Mm, How okay. about you? Like, what was you haven't mentioned who your ideal? I mean, well, no, because this is this is this is more for 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 your for your for your part. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I've always preferred a charismatic villain. Um, mm -hmm character with motivation i just don't want it to be evil for the sake of being because that's kind of boring it's like mm. oh i'm killing everyone i'm doing it. it's got to be some sort of meaning towards something like you can slightly empathize with are you like scratch so uh, yeah. i remember you on camera man like so <laughs> um yeah like um yeah i i need the um i need the character to 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 have some sort of layers i would like to 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 be kind of like not related to me but like a reflection of my like my inverse but like i say like one more thing before we wrap this up um would you like your character would you like the story to have i know we said multiple endings but would you like your character to have like a a a, a, a morale, morality system so do bad things you get point you get get negative points and it affects the world or and if you do good things it affects the world or if you can be that sort of in the middle would you like that sort of system in in, in place or um, would you just like would you like just to get rid of that rid of it entirely no i think what i would like is um, kind of a combination of like the clip, you know, like um, an, in, an interactive story where at the end of each chapter, they give you like, oh, your character's like friendly, your character, you know, it builds up personality. So like your interactions you have build up like, oh, you're very empathetic. So you have like different scales rather than it just being bad and good. Like, oh, your um, character is decisive. Your character is brave you know and you have like different skills as opposed to being just one skill of like good and bad like because I think characters are complex and they're not just bad and good so you can have like elements of your your character being 
good at this, good at that, bad at that. So it, to answer your question, I would like that in a more complex way. Mm. Not right. just like... Okay, so like your pot is boiling away. It's nearly done. It just needs a, a, a sprinkling of like like a bit of like uh, a bit of extra toppings. Uh, okay, so this is a bit of like basic question, but um, do would you prefer um, like oh, what was I gonna say? I had it in my head just a minute ago. I had it in my head. What was it? What was I gonna say? I've completely forgotten what I was gonna say now. It was more of a cosmetic thing. Um, <laughs> it wasn't really like a deep question. Um, obviously, like customization. Yeah. Uh, you get to choose. You get to. Uh, like would you, you yeah this is what i was gonna say would you like a, a like sort of like a job system in in no the leveling up system that's what i was gonna say how would you like it to level up would you like it auto leveling where you don't have any say would you like it more like a deep sort of like sort of rpg sort of system where you sort of like have like subsections a like charisma intimidate and then you have your other section of like uh you, you you choose your like uh like say like you're a sword wielder so you get to choose like parts of yeah. like that or if you're like you're a mage would you like you can choose parts of like would you like it to be like sort of like more sort of broke broke down rpg or would you like it to be more like a streamlined sort of service like like do like that more rpgs are now they're more streamlined do you know no, what i mean? don't like they're lesser I don't, mm. I don't, I like being able to level up what I want to level up and what kind of things more, I think. More, yeah. Yeah, like more mm. nuanced than just like automatic auto level up. I like to be like, because there's some things like, you know, you're playing a game and you, let's say you've played it once before mm. and, and you realize actually I need somebody who's a really good lock pick and I need to level up pretty pretty early because there's an area full of like locked doors or locked things, mm. you know, as opposed to just like oh, auto level up or I need a lot of charisma because, or intimidation because I know there's this interaction coming up. Like I always prioritize those little things like lock picking and, charisma over like just brute strength or like yeah. you know or stamina yeah. or something like that um yeah. I, I i always like put plenty of points in charm charisma not cohesion when you're trying to entice someone what's that word yeah, coercion coercion yeah that i always put points into that because i always find like actually when you get multiple dialogue options when you have like higher charisma and all that or intimidate you get more options and your chances yeah. of succeeding that that like say like you can avoid a fight or you're trying to like charm someone your the chances are higher if you put more points into that so i, I i've always liked that i i don't like games where they just auto level up yeah I and don't it's like just that. like oh wow what's happened here don't i get to like put my points in there or mm-hmm. anything like that um which i think like games are doing more and more because they're trying to be more streamlined for the because not now like we're older gamers, but younger gamers probably don't like to fiddle around with all that sh- that stuff in the background. So sort of just like it to be done for them. Yeah, I I think I I think there needs to be a um, reward and penalty <clears throat> for how you craft your character. So if your character is very good at like intimidation or charisma, but you haven't been living up there, like um, I don't know lot picking skills then you 
sacrifice not getting into that um, cell, gel cell, because you haven't leveled that up. So you have to replay it or you have to go back. I do like that because then it, then you're not just not like invincible that you have to kind of build your character up. But yeah. saying that, I have a question for you in terms of, because we've spoken a lot about like the story and narrative and characters and, and aesthetics, but in terms of gameplay, in terms of like fighting, I have to say I do miss like turn-based um, fighting system. So you, um, yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah, let, uh, let, I'll, I'll let you answer your own question. So you, pref- okay. what, what would you prefer? Like, I don't like button smashing. Um, to uh, and I don't like. I didn't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't really. I know lots of people did like it, but Dragon Age Two, where your character, if you just press A, and your character's doing like all the automatic movements. I'm not a big fan of that. I kind of like having a, a a somewhat not not so much old like Final Fantasy VII where you're like the enemy's there and then you hit them and you go back and then you you know turn but like yeah but like somewhat of a turn like a not a mixture. It's still turn based, but it's a little bit more cohesive and it's a little bit more like natural than opposed to the old bit where you hit go back smack go back yeah. you know. Um. No, I, I I prefer the more the the sort of, I prefer the Witcher free sort of combat where you have complete control over Garrett and you're moving around, you have a dodge, everything like I prefer I prefer that a lot more. It's just mm-hmm. a more uh, um obviously you have to level him up correctly and your fighting stances are depending on how you how well you leveled him. Um but I prefer I I do prefer that over turn based. Mm-hmm. Uh, combat, uh, it's just uh, I'm not a big fan of. It. I mean, I liked it at the time for those games, but now uh, I I prefer complete control over over my character, stuff okay. like that. Uh, I mean, like with Persona, that's very old school. It's very it's turn based combat on that. So you know, just a fixed position, and you just sort of. Uh, take your turn or you miss a turn depending on if you get hit with certain spells or something like that or effects but yeah i mean it's good but if i i prefer like the the the, the more combat role of it the of it i like it even inquisition i think is is pretty good like mixture between no it's not really turn-based but it's like a mixture between like that sort of like old school and new, like you can be more sort of tactical with it as well now because you've got the overhead camera and you can do it that way but yeah i think um we put we've we've left your stew boiling away it smells great hopefully it'll taste great we're gonna serve it to each other and we're gonna have a taste and we're gonna we, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and we're gonna go mm, is this gonna warrant another t- a, 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 another taste will we play will we taste it again or would we like something would, would it like a sequel would you would you yeah. would you just have it stand alone or would you like have a sequel would you like it a franchise um i'd like a franchise i'm gonna be honest with you um but um and i don't it's hard to say, but I really, really enjoyed the adventures where my character was continuing. Then, like they were, 
it wasn't just ended like i knew there was going to be another adventure um yeah. lined yeah. up for- I, I get i get attached to characters and i go yeah wow, me I, wish, too. I kind of wish they like uh bring these guys back or stuff which uh equal uh, dragon age don't really do they sort of they can't because they shot themselves in the foot, didn't they? they change it up. They change it up a lot, but Mass Effect they do, so it's good. Um, yeah, but I think that, that that's going about to do it. Um, anything else you would like to say? Would you like to shout out anything? Would you like? I think to... I think I just I just created Dragon Age, but with stylized, yeah, stylized Final Fantasy, really. Yeah, stylized Final Fantasy um game yeah it's mm, kind of yeah. kind of kind of kind of kind of is with a with a with a focused antagonist and little mixture of uh, other games here and there so mm. and, and turn-based as well so it's like that's like how you you, you, yeah. you portray it. yeah so yeah I, 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 mean, I, I think i think that's good like we all got our own tastes but yeah um yeah thanks for joining me again and uh thanks for you guys for watching or listening or um yeah like uh this is this podcast is available on most podcast platforms spotify amazon and uh yeah and youtube so everyone can see what laura is uh, frankie is doing (laughs) on camera (laughs) so yeah thanks for watching see you around Bye. bye